the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. When I first uh, was introduced to you and uh, to you guys, I, I, I started with podcast number one. And the thing that just opened my eyes was this working on my practice, not in my practice, which I'd done for the last 12 years. Um, I remember actually listening to it. I think I listened to the first 20 podcasts within the first week. Um, that's how much time I spent in my car. And it was just such a great thing. And so that's what I've been working on is, is I at least try to spend a couple hours a week on marketing. And I'm hoping to do more of that. Run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Liar Podcast. Maximum Liar Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. I'm Jim Hacking. And I'm Tyson Mutrix. What's up, Jimmy? Oh, it's Friday, Tyson. We don't often record on Fridays, but uh, I'm feeling pretty chill and I'm excited. This is the last episode we'll record before the conference, so things are looking good. Hey, you sound like you're in a bathroom, so uh, what? I, hopefully you're uh, hopefully you're not in some bomb shelter somewhere. I'm just in my office at my mic, like usual. Cool, cool. So yeah, we had a we had a cool little presentation on Wednesday. We we we've had a we had a nice little warm up for you know, we had Gary Berger Steely on Wednesday. We presented there, so. That's for the warm up for next week. So this is next week's gonna be awesome. Well, I'm excited about one of our new members to the group has decided to join us for today's podcast, and he's been a real active member in the group since he joined a few months ago. His name's Steve Hernandez. He's a DUI lawyer. And Steve, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, uh, Tyson. So you you like joined the group a, a month or two ago and you've been really freaking active. So it's, it's really kind of awesome to see you jump in and, and get involved, but you've been, you, you, the other day you called my answering service to give me some feedback is really cool. And I did the same for you. So I really appreciate it. And talk a little bit about um, who you are, what you, a little bit about your firm and how you got there. Uh, well, uh, I'm Stephen Hernandez. Uh, I graduated Rutgers university in 2004 at the age of 33. Um, I originally grew up in Southern California, but uh, moved out to New Jersey in my early uh, 20s uh, to go to community college. My dad lived here in New Jersey and got into Rutgers undergrad, graduated Rutgers Law School, um, <clears throat> worked for a local attorney for a few years, then went off on my own in 2007 with $2,000 in my bank account and a $5,000 credit card limit and a new baby at home and a new mortgage. Um, and so I began a general practice law firm. 
uh, in 2011, I just felt that wasn't working for me, general practice. I wasn't making a lot of money. I wasn't getting good personal injury cases, but I really enjoyed the DWI work. So I decided to uh, double down on that, and I stopped doing everything else in 2011 but DWI. So talk to us a little bit about that decision to go out on your own, Steve. What was your mindset? What was that? Your life. Uh, it was it was financial. Uh, I was working for a local attorney who gave me a lot of good advice, but uh, I wasn't making a lot of money. And I, as I as I indicated, I had a, a baby at home who was ten months old and a, and a new mortgage, and I wanted to start living a, a better life. So um, I talked to a friend. He said, "Hey, go. If it's only about money, ask your ask your boss for a raise." He says, "No. Well, that's your answer." So I, I did exactly that, and. Uh, I opened my office two weeks later uh, here in Tom's River. Uh, got a great deal on rent for an apartment. I mean, not an apartment, a, 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 an office space. Uh, I didn't have to sign a lease. I've been on month to month for 10 years, uh, 12 years now, and um, I haven't even had a rent increase. Um, so, uh, and that's the, uh, uh, that was my decision was purely financial. Uh, and as I said, I, I did everything I, I could. So Stephen, what tell me like what is like what's been the most challenging part about this whole process for you? Like what cause it's it's that's a big change for you. So what what's been the most most challenging part of it? Well, you know, getting clients is always challenging. Um, you know, uh, I started doing direct mailing immediately, um, and uh, and some internet. I really didn't get active in the internet and uh, marketing until right around 2011, 2012. Um, but I didn't do anything else, and that was my fault. I didn't network socially. I didn't participate in bar functions. Um, I didn't do anything to try to um, increase my my leads other than the direct mailing and um, uh, general generic SEO. Um, and uh, I got very comfortable. Um, and that created a problem because when when business gets slow and we do have slowdowns, um, I would be freaking out, um, and that's always been my my problem. Uh, you know, and 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 another problem I've always had is uh, internet marketing. Um, you know, you you sign on with a company, they promise you the stars, and they usually fail to deliver that, and it's just been one bad decision after another for for almost six years. I'd say. Every uh, every company got a little better except for one. I remember in 2016 I had a company and I got no internet business for one year, and that really killed me. That is crazy. Yeah, it was insane. And I was stuck with a contract. Um, and um, the worst part is uh, Tyson was I had. Um, talked to a few other attorneys in this drunk driving um, organization called the National College for DUI Defense. By the way, a great organization for those who who practice uh, DWI defense. And um, I looked to see who they were using for SEO. I looked on their websites, and without really talking to them about their their service, I signed on for the same company. And two months later, once the website was launched and going. I felt there was something wrong, so I called them all up, and every single one of them was leaving this company. And I was the only one stuck with a contract, and I had 10 more months to go. It was horrible. 
Stephen, have you come up with any unique approaches to obtaining DUI clients? Have you done anything sort of Absolutely, and uh, I can't take credit for this. Honestly, I, I, I got to give uh, I got to give props to uh, uh, Brendan Ruane, uh, Jay Ruane's brother. Um, uh, earlier at the end of the year, uh, Brendan and I were sitting down trying to come up with uh, ways to do um, uh, marketing where uh, we're not based on the internet, um, uh, referral-based marketing. Um, so what uh, an idea we came up with was tow truck companies. Tow truck companies are going to be the first person anybody pulled over with a DWI sees. And so every Monday, I go to all the tow truck companies around, and I deliver a dozen donuts. And soon they start asking for my cards and my brochures and my booklets. And I've been doing that now for about uh, since February, and I've had a, a couple calls from that. And um, I figured I'll probably spend a thousand dollars a year on donuts, and one case will will easily uh, make up for that. I've uh, I've started advertising uh, and taking family law attorneys out to lunch but because divorce does have a relationship with DWI in that one one spouse will often try to use the fact that the other had a DUI against them for custody or or other issues so that's my that's my legal networking route and then I'm trying to get personal injury attorneys so I look for recent settlements and I send those uh, attorneys who settled cases or got jury awards a bottle of wine every week. And usually I'm sending about two or three bottles of wine once a week uh, to these um, personal injury attorneys. Interesting. So what, what's your thinking with the personal injury attorney? Well, you know, it's just a congratulations. Oh, I, I should qualify something. Uh, I'm a, in New Jersey, we have certifications, and I'm a, I'm a certified municipal court trial attorney, so I can ethically pay a referral fee if someone sends me a case. And I give one-third of my DUI fee, which is extremely high for, for uh, DUI attorneys. Um, and so if these personal injury attorneys, hey, if I can't refer you a case, at least I can send you money. Um, more importantly, in New Jersey, we have a horrible law that says if you're involved in an accident, even if you're the victim, and you are uh, charged with DWI and convicted, you can't sue for your injuries, even if you're not at fault. So that's another avenue I, I tried to get them to send me their, their clients who they would love to take, but unfortunately they were charged with drunk driving, and maybe I can beat that case for them making that PI case more lucrative. So, Steve, I have a question. Um, do criminal defense lawyers, do all criminal defense lawyers do DUI, or do they view it sort of as a pain in the butt or its own subspecialty? I, I think I think most criminal lawyers do it. Uh, however, I truly believe it is a subspecialty. Uh, and, and up until last year, I was not taking any criminal cases other than DWI because of that. I, th I think you're right. I think that that's the right way of doing it. It's been specializing to that level. There are some really good attorneys in St. Louis that do the same thing, and I think that's the way to go. If you're if you're saying I'm the only one in town that does DUIs and only DUIs, I mean that's a really effective marketing tactic. So I think that's right. the, the right way of going. I really do. 
I, I and to do that, Tyson, I made sure back in uh, 2010 I started doing advanced training courses. For example, I, I figured the best way to, to be a good DUI attorney is to make sure you have all the same training as a police officer that's going to arrest you. So I went and got training in field sobriety testing. A year later, I became an instructor. 2012, I became certified on the breath test machine we use here in New Jersey. I was trained by the manufacturer. And so throughout the years, I've been obtaining this training to be on par with any uh, witness or even expert witness I may encounter. So so if you were still working for someone else, do you think you would have invested in yourself the way you are now? No. I, I, don't, I, I wouldn't have known to. Um, it was through these different organizations that I joined before I got the training that I learned about this training. Um, uh, and plus, I don't think they would have invested the forty or fifty thousand dollars I've spent to do this. Steve, I think that's really cool that you went on and got certified and basically can teach the teach the test and teach all the machinery. Have you used that in your marketing? Yes. I have. It's on my website. It's in my marketing. It's in my mailers, my brochures. It's in everything I do. In fact, when I got done with the course, the first thing I did was bump my prices up and figure out how I was going to use it in my advertising. So, so speaking about pricing, I think pricing is really interesting when it comes to DUIs and DWIs. Because um, here's something I found whenever I was doing these a long time ago. I, I doubled my prices and then I tripled my original prices. And I saw that it didn't make much of a difference, honestly, because um, most of the cases came in by referral. Have you seen anything like that? It's funny because when I was uh, when I didn't have all this training, I was probably getting maybe four cases a month, you know, back in 2009, 2010. And I started at 1,500. I, I remember on the flight back, I said, I'm going to increase it by 500 bucks. And I think I had eight that month. And after the next course, oh, I think I'm going to bump it up another 500 bucks, and the number started going up. Um, and suddenly, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I was at five thousand dollars, and I and I'm still getting lots of clients a month. Talk to us about your tech stack. Tell us about the software that you're using to run your firm. What kind of staffing you have? What what kind of backup do you have? So I have one one secretary. Uh, and myself, I do have a, a per uh, a uh, of counsel attorney. Uh, I actually worked for him in law school. He was a prosecutor, uh, and when he retired, he came to work for me as my appellate guy. Um, uh, but other than that, is my secretary Haley and myself. She's full time. Um, we use uh, uh, after hours and on weekends. We use a map communications to take um, to handle our calls. Uh, they they immediately call me and will afford a call immediately. If, if I'm not able to pick up, I get an email or or and text message, um, and I usually call back, you know, shortly thereafter. Hopefully, um, uh, software wise, I, I run a Mac for my for my personal computer. My uh, my secretary uses um, a, a PC. Uh, we just adopted Clio Grow to keep track of leads because I realized I had a real lead problem uh, maintaining leads and following up. I was really bad with that. Um, other than that, we don't have any other programs that we use other than the Microsoft Suite, the Exchange, and the um, um, Microsoft Office. Um, I, I have an Exchange account for my email, uh, and uh, that's it.
You know, um, Mike oh, I'm sorry, Campbell, QuickBooks. We do use QuickBooks. Mike Campbell just started using um, Clio Grow uh, a few months ago. He seems to really like it. So it seems like there's some really good tools. And I got a little sneak peek of it yesterday, and it seems like a pretty good tool. So my, here's my question for you. Go on. Yeah, so what is, what's your goal? Like, what is your end game on this? How, where are you looking in five years, ten years? What do you want to do with this? Well, I'm 49, so uh, my end game, I would, first of all, I'd like to retire when I'm 65. Um, so that's 16 years from now. Um, I would like to wind down and enjoy uh, what time I have left and not work till the day I die. Um, so to do that, I'm going to have to increase the number of clients that I have because unfortunately, uh, Tyson, DUI has taken a big hit with Uber uh, over the last couple of years. Um, so I've got to increase the number of clients or if I don't, I'm going to have to add a practice area to, in, uh, to, to, uh, to increase the number of clients. Um, so I need to almost, um, uh, I need to bring in about 30% more clients a month. Um, and, um, I would like to be able to hire an associate so I can spend more time at home with my family. I have a lot of night courts, Tyson. I've started trials, DUI trials at 10 o'clock at night. So, um, I'd like to be able to stop doing that and have an associate handle that for me. Um, and I have a, a dollar amount I'd like to have in my bank account by the time I retire. So what's holding you back on hiring the associate? Uh, business, the number of clients. I, 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 I've had too many break-even months, so I really need to increase the number of clients that I get every month in order to justify uh, paying someone. I, Tyson, I think that maybe I might suggest, I mean, if you could figure out a way, Steve, to do a little bit less of the timely court stuff and a little more time on marketing, that might help you speed that process along. Um, it's funny you should say that, Jim, because uh, when I first uh, was introduced to you and uh, to you guys, I, I, I started with podcast number one, and the thing that just opened my eyes was this working on my practice, not in my practice, which I had done for the last 12 years. Um, I remember actually listening to I think I listened to the first 20 podcasts within the first week. Um, that's how much time I spent in my car. And it was just such a great thing. And so that's what I've been working on is is I at least try to spend a couple hours a week on marketing. And I'm hoping to do more of that. What's one thing that you'll commit to over the next, let's say, 120 days, which is a lot longer than I like to recommend. But over the next 120 days, what's something you'll commit to doing that will move that forward for you? Um, intake. That's that's now that I've got my web issues um, solved. I've hired a new internet company to handle all my marketing. Um, I'm focusing on my intake because I have a horrible intake problem. I was finding that I was not following up with people who didn't hire me and I was missing, I was failing to, to return probably 25 to 30% of the phone calls. So intake is my next focus over the next I say 30 days. I, I plan to turn that all around and be returning 100% of all phone calls that I, I don't immediately connect with and following up with everybody until they say, please don't call me back or I've hired somebody. All right, a couple things. Number one is I'm crying hearing you say that. That kills me that there are people that you didn't reply to. But I, under, I understand 
I understand, but um, I know that you can't come to the conference because it's your son's birthday, but we're going to figure out a way for you to be able to see Gary Falkowitz's presentation. Once Kent gets the video updated, I'll send it to you because he's the master of intake and we're excited about having, you know, we've had him on the show before. And I think that the changes that I've made to my practice just this year by adopting lead docket and having a 30 hour a week person working on nothing but following up with leads has led to about a 40% growth this year over last year. Sure. By the way, Jim, I didn't know I had this problem hmm. uh, until I did a self-audit in anticipation of hiring a new um, internet company. I went back to eight months and started looking at um, 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 the, the, the business, why it wasn't where it was at, and I was horrified when I saw how many calls I'd let slip by. I would say thanks for thanks for being honest about that. And one thing is, if if you if you captured their email addresses, the one thing you might do is send them that amazing nine word email that revives dead leads and says just says, "Hey Joe, are you still looking for help with your DUI?" Just send it off and see what happens. I bet you get a few cases out of it. It's funny you should say that, Jim, because um, Jay Ruane, who 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 I've known since 2012. He gave me an example of his drip campaign, and that's exactly, I think, when the first messages I got from him, and I just thought it was very interesting. So I love the idea of a self-audit. I think that's a, a, a really cool idea. Um, I'm going to have to do something that I don't really want to do, but I've got a hard stop in a few minutes, so I've got to start to wrap things up. Um, before I do, I want to remind everyone to go to the Facebook group, get involved there. Um, people like Steven are there, and just jump right in like he did. I mean, you you jumped in, you got involved, and it's 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 great for everybody. Everyone's everyone's sharing, and that's wonderful. And then also, you don't mind. I, I was doing some searching on iTunes yesterday to try to like figure out kind of where we ranked on stuff when it comes to finding us in in search. And I honestly couldn't find us that easily, even though we've got more reviews than a lot of other podcasts. So if you don't mind giving us some more reviews. Maybe that'll bump us up in the rankings. So honestly, I can't quite figure out what iTunes, what their algorithm is, but maybe some reviews will help. So if you don't mind going there, giving us a review, that would be really, really great. Jimmy, what is your hack of the week? One thing that I did lately is I've been working with Zapier a lot to try to get things, um, sort of getting my programs working together. And I've I set up Google labels for some of the comments that then alert me on Slack. So for instance, I got tired of having to look at all my federal court pleadings and all the PACER notifications that I get. So I set up a label in Google uh, Google Mail, and then once that comes in, then I get the, the little top summary of what the, the filing is in Slack, so I don't have to jump back into email every time. That's really cool. So can, do you think maybe you could give us do a short video for the Facebook group to give us an idea on how to set that up. Is that possible? Yeah. Super easy. Yeah, I'll do that for sure. Sweet. All right. All right, Stephen, you've listened to enough episodes now to know the routine. So, what is your tip or hack of the week? Well, you know, the main thing is, is if you're if you're a young solo or a, or a beginner, and I've heard some recently on the on the podcast, I would say don't. Uh, focus on on shiny baubles. Don't go out and try to buy every expensive gadget or, uh, or or app or program that everybody else uses. You've got some good ones on your phone and on your computer. Google Calendar or uh, I use the Mac Calendar, uh, emails, etc. That will all sync with each other on your computer, and that's a great thing to use. 
That's really good stuff, Stephen. So the, the my tip of the week is, and I think I've mentioned this before, but Chip Mon sent me and Jim Facebook portals, and it was very generous of him. It was awesome. And I honestly wasn't quite sure how I was going to use it. Um, it. It's basically one of those ones that sits on your desk or wherever you have it, and you can – it's got a screen. And it's kind of like the Alexa, the video Alexa. But Jim and I, we, we did a, a chat – a couple weeks ago and the video is freaking amazing and it follows you around the room and so my tip is to either one get one or two if you've got one call me on it on through facebook and just have a chat with me it's freaking awesome it's really cool you get to see just everything's super clear right jimmy yeah the video is unbelievable it's like 4k or something I mean, it is, it, it's fascinating to see. So, anyways, that is my tip of the week. Steven, thank you so freaking much for coming on. This has been really great. Thank you guys for having me. All right, guys, have a good week. Thanks, you too. Bye-bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your host and to access more content, more content. go to MaximumLawyer.com. MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.